listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Welcome to My Pet Podcast. Um, I'm Beck, and I'm joined by our resident vet, Dr. Glenn. Hello, everyone. Uh, today we thought we'd have a little discussion with you all about um, chickens and worming your chickens. Chooks have become um, increasingly popular as a backyard pet these days. It's not just on farms. It seems that oh, every street's got some chooks somewhere. Nice to have chooks around. Yeah, they're yeah. great. They actually make really good pets. Yeah. And you get the bonus of getting eggs. Absolutely. So they are really, and they're really good for kids and they can actually be quite um, friendly, yeah. some of them. Most of them. Yeah, yeah. some of them. Yeah. <laughs> and there's lots of different breeds and they are come in funny looking creatures but yep. yeah they're good fun some of the funny looking ones are less practical and yes. the egg laying stakes than <laughs> these the tiny ones. little legs yeah. but they still look cute and once every three months or something yeah, one, like, yeah, one egg <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no they're pretty cute though that's right but so we thought we'd talk about pretty much one of the big health things that we need to do maintain them keep them healthy is um worming them like every animal they pretty much need to be worms for intestinal worms so our chooks glenn what sort of intestinal worms do our chooks get that we need to um, be treating them for and preventing? Okay. Um, so chickens, they're scuttling around on the ground, picking mm-hmm. at stuff and eating stuff and doing things on the ground. So um, as most parasite life cycles go, the ground's usually involved with that and they're pretty close to the ground and like scratching through poop and yeah, sometimes it's their own stuff. poop and sometimes it's other animals' poop. Yep. Um, so yeah, so parasite's certainly a, a potential problem for your backyard chicken or, or chicken sort of in a larger situation. So there's a couple of different types of worms that they get um, commonly and and then a few that they get less commonly. Um, certainly around worms are probably the most common and, and potentially most hazardous ones that are quite large worms up to um, sort of eight or ten centimetres. Um, which is pretty big for, just pretty big for a chook, yep. Um, and they're pretty much the only main worm that you'll see coming through in their poop in the normal um, sort of life cycle mm-hmm. of, of the worm. Um Look, they just suck nutrients out of the, the system, so they um, are getting the food that your chicken's not getting the opportunity mm-hmm. to absorb, so um, sort of malnutrition and, and uh, failure to thrive, those yep. sort of um, issues are certainly a problem, um, and gastrointestinal upsets um, because they punch into the gut wall and hang on, mm-hmm. basically, um, so it can cause irritation and, and that sort of thing, so... Uh, if you're looking at you know, production figures, so I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. make them lay less eggs, or mm-hmm. the eggs that they do lay might be you know pale and pasty yolks and not very vivid healthy, and healthy yeah. looking sort of thing. So just general ill thrift, um, right through to you know if you've got enough of them, they can cause intestinal obstructions and that sort of thing, which mm-hmm. is which is pretty nasty. Um, so that's the roundworms. There's little finer worms um, called hairworms, which are reside in the crop or sometimes sort of further down through the system that can cause troubles, mostly on nutrient loss, but also damage to, to tissues as well. Um, tape worms are fairly uncommon um, but depending on individual circumstances and if you're lucky or unlucky enough to get infections into your herd if they if they get in unless you're worming you're probably going to you know get increasing troubles potentially um, from once you've got a parasite burden in there Um, and then there's some less um, common worms like um, gape worms which are actually a respiratory tract worm as part of their um part of the life cycle where it causes sort of coughing and spluttering and half choking sort of sounds mm-hmm. and symptoms, um, which isn't very nice. And they're actually, um, as part of the life cycle, they're in the airways um, mm-hmm. and they get coughed up and swallowed or either coughed out the front end um, and can reinfect other chickens that way. Mm-hmm. So none of that sounds very pleasant. Um, and sequel worms and gizzard worms sort of less common in, in poultry unless you've got shared, you know, geese and turkey runs yes. and that sort of thing. Um, so that's the main parasites that we deal with, um, coccidiosis is a 
little, it's not really a worm, um, it's a single cell parasite that can mm-hmm. cause troubles and we don't sort of include it mostly with our um, worming talk, it's, it's usually a young bird problem, so if they get through that first sort of 10 to 16 weeks and hopefully um, like your chicken raising mixes when you um, when you um, have chickens from you know day olds or, or young chickens. So the feed mash that they Yeah, the feed mash um, has got a coccidia stat in it, which means it prevents um, chickens um, reproducing the coccidia in their okay. in their bowel. So it, it and basically it it keeps it in check for long enough that the the body's own immune system sort of deals with it, and, and you usually usually it? don't have troubles with it long term in um, okay. in adult birds, but certainly very important for um. Yeah, so for young chickens to, to have a good commercial raising mix um, yep. that you can get usually divvied up in little bags at your produce yes, store and that sort yes. of thing, um, or, or you can buy it if you've got you know, large numbers in, in mm-hmm. bigger bags sort of thing. But that's, um, yeah, we sort of don't see coccidiosis very often in mm-hmm. adult birds. It's mostly a young bird problem, so we won't probably talk about that again today. Yeah. All right, so um, you didn't mention a couple of the signs, I guess, of um, worms and chickens so that um, – like to thrive and uh, just looking a bit poor. Yeah, it's again. I mean, it's, it's a parasite problem that can affect v- different organ systems, yeah. um, and depends on the dose that they've got and, and what um, stresses they've got on them. So if they're you know laying um, hens, that's already a pretty large metabolic stress. Some of these mm-hmm. hy- hybrid layers that a lot of people have as they're laying chickens and laying they're day. laying an egg a day, and, and that's you know, metabolically pretty demanding on yes. them. Um, and you know, in the best case scenario, a lot of those guys run pretty lean anyway. They haven't got mm. much. Mm-hmm. muscle they haven't got much um, sort of reserve up their sleeve so if you throw a parasite burden in on top of that you can get pretty stressful on them pretty quickly yeah. um, and they can um, go downhill fairly you know fairly quickly because of that and just depends on where the um where the parasites are so you know obviously up in the respiratory tract you'll get you know coughing and spluttering sort of style symptoms um, if you've got crop worms um, or worms like um, your hair worms up in the crop, you can get sort of obstruction sort of problems okay. from that or um, the, the crop won't empty properly and if you've ever had a chook with an impacted crop, that's yes. not very pleasant. Um, and if you've ever taken your um, chook to the vet um, for an impacted crop problem, um, looking for parasites is one of the things that we mm-hmm. do for impacted uh, crop problems. So um, it just depends on where they are. Obviously anywhere through the gastrointestinal tract it could be um, nutrient um, load um, getting sucked out of them, so yeah. they're just yeah getting skinnier and not doing very well, and obviously diarrhea and gastrointestinal upsets. Yep. Um, if you've got lower down troubles, is certainly certainly an issue, and that could be just you know looser stools or, yep. or very very watery stools, or sometimes like mucusy or, or you know bloody diarrhea right through. Can it know. affect the number of um, eggs they're laying? So. Yeah, if they're if they're ill thrifty, um, it yes. certainly can, and, and then again that depends on the breed and the time of year and everything else. How many eggs are going to be laying? But um, but yeah, if they're not healthy, they're going to lay less eggs most likely than what they would otherwise yep okay so what do we do to stop our chooks getting worms yep. to treat them because there's a few things but it's a bit of a complex like well, i don't know people don't really understand it i think maybe we yeah, forget about it it's, it, forget about it I mean, because they're not very visible and and i mean one thing the chickens like they're not they're covered in feathers which yes. um covers up what's actually happening body weight wise a lot of the time i mean our our cats and our dogs and unless they're you know extremely long haired you've got you know a Just visual reference it. on gee my dog's getting skinny or my mm. cat's getting skinny or my dog's getting fat um but chickens sort of look the same um, unless you go to pick them up and put your hands on them. I mean, that keel bone underneath the chest, um, which is the, the basically the sternum, the, the, the breast, breast bone, bone that should yeah. have muscle on either side of it. Um, and again, it varies 
widely between breeds and, and what um, metabolic function they're up to, like mm-hmm. these little layers that lay 300 eggs a year um, that are working pretty hard. I mean, a lot of those guys run pretty lean at the yeah. best of times and, and you put your hand on their keel and they're quite, um, you know, that keel sticks out a lot. There's not much muscle there. You think of that sort of chest compared to um, the Steggles chicken that you're eating mm-hmm. um, for dinner at night. I mean, you can't really feel the keel yeah. bone you know it's all muscle and that's a you know a breed genetic thing yes. um, as well as a, a body weight thing so um, it can be difficult to say okay gee my chooks look wormy sort yes. of thing um, so a lot of so the time it, it's not until you know they're very unwell yeah. that, that you visually get some clues that, of what's happening there um, or you're actually checking for it and mm-hmm. that's the other thing like if you've got a you know a chicken herd and and you don't know you know what their status is um, or if you're concerned that they could have parasites certainly um, getting a fecal poop sample um, or a couple of different samples from a couple of different chooks, um, putting that in a little clean container and taking it to your um, regular vet, they should be able to do a fecal float on that um, and diagnose, okay, is there any worm eggs in there? So that way you know, okay, if there are worm eggs there, what type are they? Um, So that may better design which um, treatments and medications you need, how often you need to do it, um, or if there's no worm eggs there, okay, do you need to worm as often as, Mm -hmm. as what you otherwise might sort of thing? And the other thing to consider is um, the environment that they live in. I mean, um, backyard chooks, everyone's got different circumstances that their chooks live in. Yes. Sometimes it's, you know, just a little area and that's the only place the chooks go. Sometimes they're confined to a smaller area, you know, at night and then they've got free range, free range of, of, the, of the whole show um, during the day. Yes. Um, is it um, wet and shaded where they live? Um, and that makes the... Um, worm eggs more viable Um, yeah are they you know ranging over a larger area of all sunlight on short grass and and the worm eggs probably do less favorably in that in that situation so yeah there is some variation there and again surprise surprise um, blanket rules are difficult (laughs) to apply Um, you could make it simple and say okay you probably should be worming your chickens um, a couple of times a year Mm -hmm. so probably three to four times a year so every three to four months um, as a general rule and again probably rotating not using exactly the same wormer all the time same active ingredient and um and just changing that through, but again, you know, are you actually changing the active ingredient, uh-huh. or are you just changing between brands? Um, so probably um being guided by um yeah that you know wherever you buy your wormer from, whether it's from us or um somewhere else um online or or your produce store or your vet, they should be able to guide you. Okay, you know, this is what I was using last time. Is this a suitable wormer to to rotate through to? Yeah. So you're saying sort of uh, three to four times a year is a good. Guess at how many often you should? It's probably a good guideline unless you've got something else to, to guide you. Okay, and when yes. I say something else to guide you, okay, are you doing fecal egg flakes to, to diagnose have you got a worm burden in the first place um, and um, and what your circumstances are? I mean, I've got some um, mobile free-range chickens at home that I've got. A, some who's got like hundreds. But. Uh, not <laughs> hundreds, I've got about 60 or 70. Um, so they're free-range um, in like a mobile caravan that I rotate through um, pastures. Awesome. Yeah, so I mean that – way that we can keep changing their environment so they're not coming across their own poop very often Um, so that certainly um, reduces their um, exposure to parasites paddock rotation yeah paddock rotation but then um, the other guys um, in the Taj Mahal they have got you know 
just an area they get let out of there and they've got grass and, and sort of from pre-rain you can do but they spend most of their time you know in the one area yep. essentially and then if you have got you know just one area you need to start thinking about okay you know how often am i rotating bedding am i am i doing a full clean out every you know three or six months of getting mm. all the poop and dust and everything else out of there and, and putting in some fresh shavings or hay or whatever your you know bedding of choice is particularly yep. where they um, reside you know at night, at night um, yes. but also where their general you know scratches around if you can you know freshen that up um, routinely that is going to so help cleaning that up often is best isn't it look the yeah it, it, the more you can do it the better but i mean obviously you can't do it every you know, yeah. every day sort of thing so there's there's that balancing act there and, and that could dictate to some extent you know how often you worm your chickens mm-hmm. yep so let's say a sort of a general blanket normal backyard situation not yep. like yours with 70 chooks yep like the average person that's got, you know, three or four or something in the backyard in a small coop, yep. if they were to worm three or four times a year, that yep. should do the job? That, that should do the trick in most circumstances, yeah. And you can't really overdo Like if you're doing them three and four times a year, is that going to do them any harm if they don't need it? Look, realistically, not really. Yes. Um, the wormers that we've got these days, I mean, they're pretty safe. Okay. Um, some of the old, like old school wormers mm-hmm. that used to be used um, in all sorts of livestock and people were pretty nasty stuff. But, um, but you know, they're, they're pretty safe these days if you use them, again, as per directed on the bottle, whatever the bottle yes. says, that's the concentration and that's how you do it. Um, and I suppose we should talk about, you know, what sort of um, ways that we can we can worm them sort of thing. Um, and it depends a little bit on how you're doing it as to um, what's the most successful okay. way. Yeah. So on that, what are we going to use? What are the products? So in general, I mean, no one really wants to scruff each chicken and insert a Mm. a tablet or a liquid down their throat (laughs) unless you really have to. And occasionally you have to do that because of um, the type of parasites they've got or they're feeling very sick or something else. Um, But certainly in-water medication um, is the easiest way to do it um, and the most effective way to dose them realistically. Um, And most of the worming medications available that's registered for chickens, that's um, that's the way to go. So you just got to have control of your water water source which is um, easy for some and, and not as easy for other people and that's something to think about okay can you you know control all the water that and it's your, all the water all the water that your yep. chooks have got exposure to are they available to drink for that day yes. essentially so yeah. it's normally a 24-hour process normally 24 hours so you put it in um, the night before or, or the morning that everyone gets up basically and again as per directions and um, be guided by how many chooks you've got as to how much you need to sort of mix up for the day Um, and just a word of caution which probably um, because it's a sort of a estimated dose on how much water a chicken should drink you know in a day time uh-huh. period sort of thing um, it, it doesn't make sense to worm them when it's you know really hot or, yes. or maybe even really cold or there's you know adverse weather um, going on so um, as long as it's you know a regular day um, you just yeah, put in the regular registered dose of wormer in in their um in their water um and whether that's a like a a a bubble water that they're they're pecking at and getting water that way Uh or or just a dish is fine for the day you just got to make sure it's clean um you know clean in and clean out sort of thing um or some little cup watering systems that um a lot of people have got or the bell waterers where you fill up the container and put the lid on and flip it over and and then it um, trickles out in in a small amount into the little dispensing thing but yeah essentially it's in water medication in most cases is um sufficient um if you're using the right product um and it's just that one day you know every three months and and then the next day you just rinse it all out and give and them give them back, back their water back and, and they're happy. Yeah. So basically all we do is mix up um, the solution or the powder into the water. Yep. Uh, make sure that that's their only water source for the day. Correct, yep. So we're making sure they can't get to a dam or the dog's water or something yep. like that because they might not 
overly like the taste. Or Look, it, it, it tastes different, and yes. I mean, it's, it, I've never seen them, you know, be put off by it and not drink it. But I mean, if you put normal water beside it and and the medicated water, they're going to go the normal water. Um, and you know, if it's a rainy day and there's puddles in the yard or something, I mean, that's they're probably going to drink out of that. So um, yeah, just be mindful that okay, that's their only water source for that day, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So they um, drink that for. 24 hours and yep. then we take it out, wash everything out, back to normal life. Yep, back to normal life. And look, if you want to you know, keep an eye on their poop in the next day or two, mm-hmm. particularly if you've got roundworms, but occasionally the, the hairworms, um, you know, you okay, may yep. see worms coming through. The fact you don't see worms coming through doesn't mean they didn't have them yes. um, because sometimes they're digested, you know, on the way through and you don't get to see them. Um, so, but, you know, if you see a worm burden there, okay, it's probably worthwhile thinking about, okay, maybe I need to worm them, you know, more frequently or be mm-hmm. more vigilant with my, um, you know, poop hygiene control and that sort of things yeah okay so it's not it's not really a hard process when you're putting it in their water it's just um as always just keep an eye on them i guess if over the day or that day and if you've got any concerns or health concerns or think that it's made them sick or anything which it really shouldn't correct um of course contact your vet if you've got any issues there but yeah um basically we just mix it up in water and that will cover um they should cover everything that we want them to cover against all those worms that... It, it should. I mean, again, like there's heaps of different um, products available. I mean... Um, with the different active ingredients. With which the is different what? active ingredients, yeah. Um, I mean, basically, um, propizit... Pyrazine um, is one of the large ones, and levamazole um, and um, prazoquinol, which is a tapeworm, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, prazoquinol is the only one that does tapeworms, so it's probably reasonable to do um, one that's got prazoquinol in it, At least um, once like a, a worm out gel um, once a year, and, yes. and that's, um, again, just in water, but it's a gel that you mix in with yep. the water. Um, some of them are powdered forms, mm-hmm. um, and you measure how much powder. Um, some are liquid forms, and you measure how much liquid, and, and some are tablets. Um, so it's just a different way yeah. of, um, of having the actual formula that goes into the water yeah so realistically i mean i think it would be reasonable to do you know a tapeworming solution um, once a year just in case you've got tapeworms um otherwise um probably alternate between um the pupirazine um and levamazole would okay. be would be reasonable so you know there's heaps of different um ones available i mean the killworm and nilworm are a common one um which is liquid form that goes in um, and the worm at gel is very popular as well yes. yeah and just to mention to find out what that active ingredient is they're all listed on the front of the bottles yeah front, uh, front of the bottles so should, should be on websites that's yes. the, you know that's that's what the active ingredient is um because the yeah, name doesn't oh yeah it doesn't give it away they doesn't give it away it, yeah. and i mean a lot of them you know sound like yeah they're so, they're bird, so. bird wormy stuff <laughs> but yeah so just if you're ever confused have a if you're buying in store just have a look on the bottle yep. or have a look on the descriptions on the website or ask whoever you're buying it from for yep. um advice over which one because yep. sometimes they you think you're buying a different uh wormer or you're buying a different product but not a different active ingredient correct yeah so something else to think about um, so Glenn, oh, while on the worms, can, uh, any of the worms that chickens get pass on to humans? Um, basically no. Um, it's not a pleasant thought. No. Um, you just got <laughs> worms in your, um, potentially in yeah. your eggs. Um, but yeah, there's no worms that pass directly from, um, chickens, um, to people in Australia. Um, okay. uh, overseas in Southeast Asia, potentially yes. Um, but we haven't got any of those exotic worms here. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's just a, a, not a very nice feeling, but there's no uh, intestinal parasites that we get, um, or anywhere else in our body, um, that we get from, from chickens. From yeah. That's good to yeah. know. Uh, when we do worm them, um, do we need to not eat their eggs the next day, or most of the products? And again, be guided by what product you've um, which you are using. Um, all the ones that are safe to use on 
um, laying hens um, that doesn't come through eggs, say, okay, safe for laying birds basically, um, and the ones that aren't safe, um, they have either a withholding period or don't use this on um, chickens that are um, used for um, egg production or um, human consumption essentially. Um, so, yeah, most of the wormers that we use are, are, are safe, safe. Um, for in uh, water medication um, that you can eat their eggs right the way through quite happily because most of them only just stay in the gut like they're not a systemic medication so it just goes in the in mouth and, and through the intestine and gets pooped out the other end yeah. um, so it doesn't actually go circulate through the body um, of the chicken and that's the um, other thing like if you've got uh, like gape worms or some of the um, more exotic worm species um, and occasionally you'll see YouTube videos and stuff about oh, um, yeah. uh, eye worms and that sort of thing <laughs> so um, you know, parasites as they migrate through chickens' bodies can end up in other places, um, and the eye is one spot where they can yeah, end up. And, and we'll be googling and, that now. Yeah, and you'll get um, like a conjunctivitis and a sore oh. eye, and sometimes you'll see this worm floating around in their eyeball. So um, the normal wormers don't cover for that, so you've got okay. to use you know other oral or injectable medications to, to kill those little buggers. Um, but you know they're fairly uncommon, um, so it's essentially yeah, be guided by the directions on the box. But most of them are, are suitable for eating those eggs. Um, so there's also a few sort of old wives tales going around about what, oh, home-based products mm-hmm. might kill worms, I guess. Yep. Like we've heard a few over the years of people, um, giving various things. Yep. Can you like, elaborate on that a little oh, bit? Oh, look, I've heard of all sorts of things. Um, I mean, common ones are, I mean, certainly apple cider vinegar is one, um, that people, people that quote it. And if you, you know, Google worming chickens, um, that comes up as fairly popular. Um, look, realistically, it's not going to do any harm. Um, I think it's clinical benefit is very limited realistically. Um, lots of people have done it for lots of time and, and their chooks have been fat and healthy and look mm. fine, but that doesn't mean it's actually, you know, treating a worm burden. If yes. you had a, you know, if your chook had worms that you'd seen getting pooped out, um, or if they've got worm eggs um, in their poop on a fecal sample, um, yeah, apple cider vinegar certainly wouldn't be my first step to try mm-hmm. and um, to try and kill them. That's for sure. Um, using yeah a registered wormer that you know at the right concentration will kill those worms. That would be the mm. most sensible way to go. Um, Diotomous earths, um, like yeah, clay, clay-based powdered products, um, that have got a claim that they um, kill worms by being microscopically sharp and damaging the worms and killing the worms, but not damaging the chicken's bowel. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense to no. me, realistically. <laughs> um, to the best of my knowledge, is very limited scientific data that that's the case. Um, again, yeah, lots of chooks eat it and it's fine and it's fairly high in um, some trace elements and minerals and stuff so it's probably not bad for them but again if you're going to um, use that as your sole worm control i wouldn't Mm. advise that Um, i've heard copper sulfate Uh, i mean we used to use um, arsenic and cyanide based Mm. um, wormers i would not recommend that (laughs) um, if you've got your hands on arsenic and cyanides Um, so yes i mean lots of stuff that you know if you if you drop it in a bottle of worms will kill worms but realistically most things that aren't uh, specific worming medications if they kill worms they're probably going to be damaging for the inside of your chicken yeah um so yeah i'll just stick to your registered wormers realistically yeah okay so i guess that's sort of covered everything about worms so just a brief wrap up i guess um use a registered product to worm your um chooks you worm them sort of on average three to four times a year changing that active ingredient and don't worm them on a hot day Uh, make sure you take away the other water sources and um, oh, what anything else to mainly? But that's the main thing. I mean, and if you've got parasite problems um, that you see, yeah, I mean, get the advice of your local um, 
vet, veterinary health professional essentially to um to better tailor your specific needs potentially yes. because yep. if you've got worms there, uh, if you've got adult worms and you're seeing adult worms, you've got an environment that's certainly got lots of eggs. Um, so depending on the life cycle of those worms to reinfect and, and what you can do about controlling the environment, um, you know you, you might need in the short term to worm more frequently. Yes. Um, so it just depends on which parasites involved, um, what your you know, husbandry system is. Um, but I'd be guided by your local health practitioner certainly. And actually, I've actually been asked though before on on that. Um, vets do see chooks. Absolutely. People, I don't know, I've been asked once before, what do I do with my sick chook? Oh, uh, you take it to the vet. Yep. Yeah, no, I see, I see um, a fair few chooks. I mean, probably a couple of weeks, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and we, we can, we can, you know, they get all sorts of stuff. They, they, they do. certainly get parasites and they get sick injuries and, and, and injuries yeah. and arthritis course, and yep. all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, um, most vets will see chooks on a routine basis. Yeah. And particularly if you're in an area where there's chooks around, you know, your vet most likely sees chooks. Yeah, yeah, pretty frequently. Yeah, yep. so don't be afraid to ask them anyway. No, absolutely. If you haven't had your chook there, yep. pop them in a box and you take them down to the vet. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that sort of has covered everything on worming your chickens. Um, there's a bit more information in the Vet and Pet Direct Help Centre. If you are looking for anything, if you've got a question, certainly shoot through an email and we'll be happy to answer for you. And just a reminder that it's uh, just been some general advice and information and it may or may not suit your circumstances or your chooks. Um, circumstances at the moment and if you ever have any concerns about your health of your chicken your or any of your animals you're probably best to um, contact a veterinarian just to discuss absolutely and i think that is it for today yep happy right. chickens guys yeah, have fun See you. Thanks, bye. <laughs>